prepare for international travel once again as we are headed to Australia to learn how to run smart meetings, how partnerships can boost your business, and how today's guest acquired clients like Spotify, Nike, Dropbox, Twitter, Slack, you name it. These are all questions we will get the answers to in today's interview. Darren Shate is the co-founder of Hugo, a platform that brings all of your meeting notes and tasks together into one place. Hugo is currently used by over 20,000 customers and was just awarded top 10 most innovative companies of 2021 by Fast Company. Stay tuned for tons of learning advice. But before I bring on today's awesome guest, let's learn how he podcasts. Darren, which platform do you stream your shows through? I am a Spotify fan. Spotify. When in the day do you find yourself listening to Spotify? Um, well, uh, my world's changed a little bit with no commute anymore. So all over the place, really. Um, but my, my favorite is while I'm walking, going to get a coffee in between things, trying to get to there. Um, so while I'm on the go. A little multitasking there. I like that. So you found out how Darren podcasts. I want to hear how you do as well. Email me info at vincentalancy.com and I will feature you on a show. And with that, I want to welcome you back to That Entrepreneur Show, your favorite podcast. I am your host, Vincent A. Lancy. You can find more on me at Vincent A. Lancy across social media platforms, YouTube, or my website, vincentalancy.com. For those new to the show, each week since December 2019, I have had the opportunity to sit down with the founder of a company or brand to share what worked well for them, what they needed to improve on, and all of their learning lessons along the way right here on this show. There are also bonus episodes for you to enjoy, including the Rewind the Clock series, where I bring back previous guests to share what's new in their world. You never know which motivational journey will inspire you most. Here he is, our guest from Sydney, Australia, also spending time in San Francisco. Darren co-founded Hugo following his shared frustration with costly, inefficient meetings that he experienced firsthand in a prior life as a corporate lawyer. Today, Hugo is leading meeting workflow solutions across the board, powering meetings for tens of thousands of customers, backed by Google, Slack, and leading VCs. Hugo is on a mission to connect the way we meet to the way we work. Not only did today's guest co-found Hugo, he also speaks about Hugo at leading tech conferences like Toronto's Collision in 2019, in which Darren opened for Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau in front of 29,000 people. Another area he plans on touching on is how collaboration is changing, what the workplace is going to look like, and modern team dynamics. Let's learn all these tools for success and more. Darren Chait, thank you so much for stopping by the show. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Vincent. Looking forward to it. Me as well. Would you mind introducing yourself to our listeners and previewing who you are before we dive into business talk? Yeah, absolutely. Well, great to be here. Um, I'm Darren, co-founder and COO of Hugo. Um, we are the meeting productivity hub for teams. We are on a mission to connect the way we meet to the way we work. And I love talking, um, yeah, all things about the way we work and what's changed so much, especially over the last two years. I love how this company was born out of a need. You experienced it firsthand. 
I'd love to talk about that moment a little more and to what pushed you into this entrepreneur journey a long way from corporate lawyer. <laughs> yeah, a long way from being a lawyer, but um, the frustration was there. You see, the thing is, right, with meetings, which we can all relate to, um, the, 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 the the frustration I experienced was I spent so much of my time in meetings. Um, most of my day was sitting there in a room, um, and as soon as we left the room, most of the value in what we generated had dissipated into thin air. It, uh, if you weren't in the room, you had no idea what was going on. Um, and the inefficiencies just killed me. And the thing about law, like many other professional services, is that you charge by your time. So when we'd have one of these wasteful meetings, you'd walk out and you'd actually see the bill and, and what that waste of time cost. And it, it blew my mind. So um, chatting to a good friend of mine, Josh, who I'd worked with before, he was a product manager at a tech company in San Francisco. He had the same pain point. And uh, we said, we've got to do something about this. Um, let's, let's start something. A lesson for everyone listening on, if there's a need for something and you feel that need, chances are success has a good chance at following you too. We mentioned you were an attorney. Now you're an entrepreneur. What are two of the hardest parts of being on your own rather than backed by a firm? Yeah. There's a lot of there's definitely a lot of benefits. I I think the the hardest bits of of being an entrepreneur um and working working on your own um is that firstly the ups and downs. So um until you've sort of experienced them before, every challenge feels like it's world ending. The first time someone leaves your company, um the first time you lose a customer, it feels like it's all over. Might as well give up now. We're never going to get there. Um and of course that's not the case. Uh but you're sort of you know. Uh, just figuring out the path as, as you go and don't quite know what's 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 ahead of you um and not being able to switch off i think is is the challenge um ultimately if you take pto and you uh you know as work for a big company while you're off you don't really care right like you're uh you know you're like, off. i can switch off someone else i'm off someone's got it for me but as you know when you're doing your own thing when you're building your own business you're never really off and um there's a lot of benefits to that and the flexibility and doing something you care so passionately about. Um, but when you're, when you never really have a break, it, it definitely takes a toll on you over a longer period of time. You need to know when to turn off. That's a great example there. What do you like to do in your time turned off? <laughs> um, I have a three-year-old, so plenty of family time at the moment. It's definitely keeping me busy. Um, I still read a ton. Um, and, uh, until not, unfortunately, not so long ago, I used to travel. So I lived in the U S for, um, almost five years and every other weekend we tried to get away and, and explore. Well, congratulations on your somewhat newborn. That's, that must be great <laughs> out there in Australia. I want to now also ask you about, as we're recording this here in right around Halloween time, how is the COVID situation in Australia right now? Yeah, um, it's uh, it's okay. Um, Australia is a, sort of dealt with things a little strangely. They uh, they're a little slow on the vaccine rollout, and they um, really tried for a zero COVID uh, zero COVID world, which, as we know, isn't isn't quite possible. So everything's been in complete lockdown until literally two weeks ago. So we haven't uh, been out and um, everything. Everyone's been yeah locked at home and, and until now. So finally, things are opening up, but a little bit behind the rest of the world. Well, I hope you enjoy your back into reality times. I hope you enjoy <laughs> your past restaurants and all the things you used to do very much. <laughs> exactly. I know from past interviews I've had with Australia entrepreneurs, 
The lockdown was real over there. I'm in Florida, so it's quite a bit different. But I want to delve into your brain here now. Darren, as you're a reader, I'm very much looking forward to your answer. Who would you choose to sit down and speak with if you could talk business with any entrepreneur, talk life with any entrepreneur? Uh, I'd have to. Oh, there's, a, there's a good few examples here. Um, Please, yeah. From a yeah, from a from an interest sense, um, Elon Musk has to be one of the the craziest, most amazing entrepreneurs out there. Um, I, I think uh, I could learn just from a yeah, learn so much and and uh, be be yeah, be so inspired there. So that's definitely someone that you know I would I would absolutely love to meet. Um, there's plenty of authors in the space that I would really uh, want to learn from. Um, I, I think. Uh, people like um, General Stanley McChrystal, who's who wrote a book, Team of Teams, that's inspired so much of what we do and the way we operate, um, would be yeah, would would, would be really amazing. Um, and uh, I think another, another one would be Jack Dorsey. He's uh, he's founded two companies, um, Twitter and and Square, and uh, there's uh, both of which are, are incredible um, incredible businesses that I would totally love to love to chat about. All right, well, let's delve deeper now. Pick one of those entrepreneurs. Where would you choose to meet them? Pick the meeting location. Where would you like to be? Um, I would take, uh, uh, let's say, let's say Elon Musk, I would take a walk um, along Bondi Beach right near where I'm from, famous in Sydney, with a really good coffee in hand. Um, it's funny, I think uh, I, I, lo- I love to do as many meetings as I can walking. It, uh, it definitely changes the dynamic and and uh the relationship and um i uh, would yeah we'd be going for a walk along bondi and having a chat about life and uh building tesla and spacex and boring company and, and all of his businesses i'm sure you'd become quite inspired but speaking of inspiration <laughs> let's inspire our audience here darren what is next for you what's next for all of your entrepreneurial endeavors what are you working on yeah, at Hugo, it's it's all about growth right now. We we're, we've got a very ambitious mission. We uh, we're, we we <laughs> yeah. So um, changing the way the world meets um, and and creating the the piece of software that's um, helping every business um, run better meetings is obviously very very ambitious. So for us, that's getting to a, mil, a million users and and uh, continuing to grow and grow and grow while building the category around us. You're doing a great job. You're definitely leading your space at such a young age. Congratulations with it. I now would like to ask for your take on our spotlight story, Darren. If it's your first time with us, I share the entrepreneurial journey of a fellow business owner, founder of a brand or company to get our guest take on it. And as we have a rock star from Australia being interviewed, I will now introduce the journey of another who made their mark in Australia, John Elon. Prepare for an incredible journey of resilience, and it's an unlikely success story, as I learned from the article, a Muslim immigrant from Turkey found his way there, and the article also put his life story and accomplishments are, quote, as moving as it is informative to business leaders of all ages and background, so prepare for a cool story, and as I briefly mentioned, I learned that he, even though is considered one of the top entrepreneurs from Australia on many lists, He was not born there as he was born in Yazgat, Turkey, and moved to Australia at five years old. I learned it may have been his upbringing in a working class neighborhood that pushed him to achieve great success from the hard work and his drive to outsell his competition. 
He studied at La Trobe University for a year and then quickly made his way through a couple of sales jobs at Ford and Strathfield Car Radio. But once he left Strathfield, he actually opened up shop directly across the street and opened his one-person operation selling cell phones. This business actually went on to become an empire. Crazy John's mobile phone retail Jane certainly placed him on the entrepreneurial map in Australia. He used some of his profits to launch countless philanthropic efforts, I learned, and contributed large earnings to several charitable organizations in Australia. He unfortunately died at the young age of 43 to a heart attack, but his presence is still known. Darren, what do you like best about his story? Do you have any take to add as an Australian? Yeah, um, so I've, def- I've, I've definitely um, definitely heard of him and of Crazy Johns, and it's a, it is a well-known story. Uh, I think the interesting um, thing for me there is about the the role of immigrants in Australian business and and seeing someone that successful. I I have a personal view where um, I you know I have a lot of respect for for immigrants that 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 especially when they're able to pull something off as ambitious as what um, John Hannan has done. Um, it says a lot. It's a big deal to uproot and and leave yeah. your family and go go overseas and, and do something and. Uh, yeah, Australia is an incredibly diverse place, and there's unbelievable mix of of cultures and people from everywhere. And that's just another great example of the unbelievable success that um, people from different places have had in in Australia, and definitely continues to inspire me. I appreciate that take right there, and your whole episode. I have to thank you so much for stopping by the show. I love how you inspired our listeners right away, but you. Had money, you had a great job, great field, but there's something like you mentioned you were so passionate about that you went for it. You shared the negative parts of entrepreneurship, but I'm sure as a new father, you enjoy some of the benefits like the flexible schedule. <laughs> I like how you shared the role of COVID there. And of course, the difficult parts of being an entrepreneur. Again, you hit it right on the head. I would now like to ask you for your last word. Yeah, um, ultimately, it comes from one of the biggest mistakes we've made. But what's what's helped us be um, be successful to some extent, and that's to surround yourself with great people. Um, when you are fortunate enough to build a team and and uh, and hire really smart people to help you do what you do, um, leave your problems with those people. You're hiring great people to help solve your problems. You don't need to have all the answers. And uh, we definitely learned that the hard way. I thought my role as a leader is to have all the answers, um, but socializing them, sharing them, and allowing your team to help come up with a solution takes a lot of pressure off you um, and leads to better outcomes. So um, keep that keep that in mind. You've got great people. Um, definitely uh, you know, a, a problem shared is a problem halved, as they say. Incredible advice as entrepreneurs. This is our baby, our business and our products. This is our baby. We're letting it out into the world. And it's tough to let it go for the first time. Now sure. tell everyone where they continue to get great advice like this by checking you out on social media, website, Hugo, all things. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, check out, check, check me out on Twitter. It's at Darren Chait um, or our website, Hugo.team, T-E-A-M. Um, you can sign up free. Uh, absolutely transform the way you meet with uh, the leading meeting productivity hub at hugo.team um, and would love to continue the conversation. So feel free to reach out on social. Be sure to check out everything Darren has to offer and check out the show too at That Entrepreneur Show on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. Twitter, we are at Podcast by Lancey because of the character limit, but it gives you updates from all of my shows. My handles are at Vincent A. Lancey for all social media. YouTube and my website is vincentalancy.com. 
It's time to end the show with a quote that inspired me, and it's from our Spotlight Entrepreneur. I had to sell myself because that's all I had. Thank you for tuning in. We will see you next week on That Entrepreneur Show. Darren, thank you for stopping by. Thanks for having me.